0: Good morning, morning millennials. millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Thursday. Congratulations on making it to the latter half of the week. You are amazing. I am amazing. Jackie's amazing. Bryce is amazing. Strice is amazing. Thrice is amazing. The whole gang is here. Happy Thursday. Hey, Jax. How you doing? Happy Thursday. Wow, it's crazy how the tables have turned and I used to how you
1: earn you and now and you like actually really didn't like it but then I capitalized on it and made
0: it a movement and it forced mm-hmm. you to like it once we're Listen, selling merch. I'm a capitalist at heart and when something starts to yield revenue I will be applying it to everyday life. Right and now how you durn is the new Downton because now you're doing it more than me. Jackie, we need another list of things that you, like, started that I stole. The white Spanx pants. I will have how you a, durn. Okay, no, there's reading, two different lists. Downton Abbey. There's
1: two lists. One is things that, like, you um, just, like, made were your against.
0: own. What? Were against.
1: Yes. To, no, that's the second thing. The second thing is, like, things you were so stubborn about and, like, honestly made fun of me for. And the other thing is just, like, things that you
0: made your own that came from moi. What's that? White Spanx pants. You weren't against them. No, but I guess I was against the culottes, so they could be on the same list. Okay, things you were against, Downton Abbey, reading, Mm -hmm. How You Dern. Oh, and then, wait, once I was reading, Kindle. Oh, right, I like a real book. (laughs) Just the feel of the pages between my fingertips. And then something that you started that I just like hopped on and stole, How You Dern. Even though that's still very much yours. No, no, no. That's not on the other list. Like, you were actually
1: against you
0: Honestly, I cannot keep up with my inconsistencies, honestly. Like, that's why we need the list.
1: That's why we need the list. And you guys, drop a comment if you can remember something that Claudia was initially against. Oh, you were not into me recapping Succession.
0: Oh, I wasn't? No, eyes were in the back of your head. I'm the worst. If I was you, (laughs) I would have quit like years ago. I sound miserable. No, and the
1: Succession one, like Downton Abbey, I used to recap and it took months for you to understand Succession. It was like three days later you were watching it. And if only you could have just been three days ahead, we could have been watching it together.
0: Okay, well, at least my turnaround time is getting shorter. That means I'm improving. It's true. Your turnaround time is getting shorter. Turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around, turn um, around, turn
1: around, turn around, turn
0: around, So I was all ready this week to, like, kill it with my TV recaps. And Real Housewives of Beverly Hills wasn't even on last night.
1: So what's going on with Garcelle's
0: son, then? So I... I know. I'll tell
1: you. Okay. But, I, I was, then then I was say my opinion. actually like, I haven't watched and I was like, Claudia is going to explain it. I do think to that, today's episode is going to be a lot of Claudia explains it all. The stories are very, you know, Claudia's youthful. world. Youthful. They're very youthful. There's no stories about the Titanic, unfortunately. <laughs> but you know, if any new news comes out about the Titanic, you will hear it
0: on the morning toast first. And that's a 100%. promise that I can guarantee. So with Garcelle, her son um, had posted on Instagram that he was like just getting harassed by these like fucking, you know, middle aged Bravo fans. And he was like, leave me alone. But what did he do on the show? When was nothing? He it on has it? nothing to do with the show. Oh, just like general harassment. Like in S- what sort of way? Like positive or negative? The, we didn't see negative. OK, what is their beef uh- with him? Well, like, you know, just Garcelle's like a lightning rod and people are like taking it out on her son if they're like siding with Diana, you know? No, it's a mental illness. These people who are imagine being that person watching a TV show and then messaging the son of someone you don't like. That's insane. And we need to talk about toxic Bravo culture and toxic Bravo fans. No, it's been really bad for a long time, but I feel like definitely in the last couple of years, it's reached uh, a climax where people are so not okay and it's very um worrisome because bravo fans are are grown ass adults this isn't riverdale fans like they're fucking they're people with children and they're acting like this on the internet so garcelle had then posted like leave my fucking kids alone like seriously i've had enough of you um, and then Lisa Rinna posted, like, leave Garcelle's kids alone. And then Bravo had circulated this black and white graphic I that I guess th- that they made. And it was reminding me of when they fired Stasi. Like, it was the same font. No, it was so serious. And for Bravo to speak out on, like,
1: fan fodder, which Culture. happens after every single episode, it has to have reached a level that they had to respond, which is insane.
0: Yeah. And then there is, um, like, a theory going around. And I haven't seen any proof to either um, support or unsupport this theory, um, but that the people messaging uh, Garcelle's son were like hired bots by Diana. Like it's being blamed on Diana, which is so crazy if true, but I haven't seen literally any proof that there is. Crazy if true. So I don't want to put that out there like as fact because I don't know anything about it, but that's like what the peeps online are saying.
1: Okay, honestly, that would actually make more sense than these grown ass people no, I can Ment- see it. Bravo? No, no, but they're they're mentally ill. And they're like taken. They're so taken with what goes on on Bravo. And
0: it's like, it's a TV show. No, it's so fucking crazy. And I just like, I love Garcelle. And any pain in Garcelle's home is a pain in my home. Yeah, that's so messed up.
1: I'm sure like, that's the worst thing. And I saw, I had seen Garcelle's statement where it's like, you know, she could take whatever, like don't take it out on her kids. And it's like. You shouldn't even have to say that. No,
0: no, it's so. It's so wrong. The Bravo fans are are seriously not okay.
1: They haven't been okay for a while. Um, if nothing else, like, I'm, I'm I'm glad that Bravo is having, obviously, Garcelle's back. And, and perhaps
0: we should be, you know, shedding light on this issue because the Bravo no, fans is are a not conversation. okay. And you know what? You know what needs to happen? Like, we need to see those messages and we need to find out who those people are. I'm not saying we dox them and post their address, but if you're going to do something that insane, like stand by it. I want to know your name and we all should know your name and perhaps what you do for a living. No, but that's... That's doxing. No, but like it should be embarrassing for them. Like just post a picture of them and maybe their family, you know? No, that's doxing. These are the... Oh, shit. That's literally what they're doing to Garzell. I'm sure their family members don't know that they're out harassing minors because of something their mom did on a TV show. And maybe if they did, like it would embarrass those people to a point where they realize that it's not okay behavior. Do Me, you know what I mean, I understand what you're saying, but two wrongs don't make a right girl. No, of course not. But if I was ever doing something so crazy, I obviously like wouldn't tell you about it. And then if somebody told you like I would die, like right. that's a way to really, it's like calling their mom, you know? Yeah. But no, you're right. I didn't realize you're totally right. That's toxic and not okay, but still say their name. Like I- I'm curious.
1: Yeah, I do like when people, like, get a lot of hate from a certain person and they just, like, post a screenshot.
0: My favorite thing in the world is when people do that. The anonymity, like, no, why am I going to protect that? But one of my least favorite things is, like, when people kind of, like,
1: not, they kind of, like, exaggerate (laughs) the hate that they get. And they, like, one person says something, like, remotely, like, not
0: supportive, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. a little critical, on blast. I agree with that. Like, when i i have blasted people but that's when they're like actually like using the k word nuts that, and, like, and it's nuts. like there's
1: multiple messages where it's like this person is unwell and it's time to expose them for years they've been doing this yeah but there is a line because sometimes people just sort of like manufacture all the hate that they yes. get it's like they just didn't like your outfit. I mean it's right. not a big deal. Or like if
0: they're like I would never personally blast someone who was like critique even though that's exactly what I'm gonna do today for a story that we have. Actually let me pull up my screenshot. I woke up this morning and I chose to be petty. Oh, I love that for you. Anyways, it's just, just like most things. It. There's a really fine
1: line where it's like you yes, this is this is good until it's not. Until it ain't. Maybe it was on the day. These things are yesterday. so nuanced, all these discussions we're having this morning. This is like a scholarly academic podcast. It is, because it's making me question, where is that line? Where is how it? How many messages do you have to get from someone with how many slurs until you can expose them?
0: Oh, also not to be like annoying secret project, girly, but yesterday... Um, Ben and Josh recorded uh, their second podcast episode, which comes out on Mondays. Josh Peck and my husband, Ben, just launched a new podcast on TNN called Good Guys. And they had a guest. And like, leave it to them on their second episode to book like the most premium A-list guest of all time. I joined like the interface that we use. I joined on the back end. You can like join backstage and just listen and not be heard because I was like so wanting to hear what this person was saying. It comes out on Monday and I just want everyone to know, like, get excited. Yeah. Get excited. I, pers- that's I know the secret and I'm excited for all of you. I need like 45 seconds to find what I need to find. So if you want to talk to everyone about like maybe tell them what, what you're reading. Oh, that's oh my God. Thank
1: you for. Prompting me because I'm reading Before We Were Yours by Lisa Wingate. As I stated yesterday, like I finally got into it. I would say up until 15%, it was like it took me five days to even get that far. But now, like I could not put it down last night. I'm at 50%. I stayed up way later than I should have and I should have been getting some sleep. But I just like I need answers and every other chapter goes back and forth in time. And oh, I kind of hate that. No, That's no, no, no. It's too. it's really perfect because the one that goes back in time is is the better story. But it's a lot to to digest. And so you need to break it up with the one that goes forward in time. But then, like, I also needed answers, but I couldn't read another two chapters before bed last night. So hopefully I will finish it today. But I really, reading this book is, like, one, I haven't read a book this good in so long. It's reminding me of, like, when I read all the great books, you know, Where the Crawdads Sing evelyn hugo etc and it's a book that really needs to be read in a day or two because i need answers i can't be spreading this out and it's like it's weighing on me like what's happening to the false children
0: yeah no i'm experiencing the same thing but kind of like the polar opposite because i'm loving this book so much like i cannot read it because it'll be over that happens too but this is just i need. have you read love in other words by christina lauren no It's giving every summer after. It's so cute. Like I actually like almost like cried last night. Like this moment was just like so cute. Like this nerdy little boy when he was 13. Like it was so cute. Um, Loving it. Like obsessed. Oh great. Well Christina Lauren, they're a writing duo.
1: And they write so many of the books, so many books that like we would like and read and you and snitch, but for some, like very coho, but for some reason, like we don't read as many of their books. We read one for the redheads. It was called twice in a blue moon. It was cute. Was it good? It was cute. I like yeah. the beat but people love Christina Lauren I feel like after this you should go down to Christina Lauren oh I'm on my way like because there's a m- on my way there's so many books and everybody loves all of them
0: um I found the screenshot I was looking for and it's evidentiary support for a story we have about Bethany and the Kardashians okay can't wait evidentiary support
1: I love evidentiary support and I'm looking forward to talking about that story because oh my god I have so many thoughts talk about nuance huh talk about hypocrisy okay Okay. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. I think without further ado, we should get into it. The Fast Five
0: stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you, uh, blessed, bless my heart, I really made it, you know, is brought to you by McDonald's. Here at the Morning Toast, it's no secret that we are obsessed with McDonald's. After a day of recording our award-winning podcast or you know doing anything else is there anything better than a mcdonald's fountain diet coke a large crispy french fry and their iconic chicken sandwich and here's the important question what is the best mcdonald's crispy chicken sandwich the standard the spicy the deluxe well, it's more personal than comedy. For me, it's a standard, uh, no lettuce, no nothing, just pickle, I mean, just ketchup. But some people might like extra pickles. It's so personal, it's so customizable, and they have three different types of sandwiches. Um, it's really heaven, whether you're gonna get the spicy pepper sauce, extra crinkle-cut pickles. Oh, man, I'm getting so hungry thinking about this. Yeah,
1: me too. My mouth
0: is watering for a bespoke sandwich from McDonald's. A bespoke sandwich, and then washing it down with a, la- a large bubbly crispy cold oh my god i'm so hungry that diet <laughs> coke sounds so good um the mcdonald's crispy chicken sandwich you can order it ahead on the mcdonald's app try the sandwich that invented crispy juicy tender today at participating mcdonald's the app download and registration is required um and just like don't be dumb that's really kind of the message today mcdonald's don't be dumb mcdonald's ba don't be dumb <laughs> Stunning. Thanks. Today's episode is also brought to you by Kitsch. They say that hair care is a new skincare, but there's one brand that has taken it to the next level. With a cult like following, Kitsch has created game changing essentials that beauty enthusiasts swear by. From satin pillowcases to time saving towels, Kitsch knows hair care doesn't stop in the shower. I just have to say so I have a ton of Kitsch products like the satin pillowcase, um, and I, I love their products. But I, when I was in Florida at your house, I went to CVS to get like just things to live. And I bought a claw clip because I've been really into claw clips, but my hair is so thick and so long. Oh, I can't how just hard buy, for you? It I can't just so buy a hard. claw clip. <laughs> and CBS had this huge monstrous one and I bought it and I was like obsessed with it and I ripped the tag off and it was from Kitsch. You love to see Toe sponsors doing fantastic <laughs> things out in the world. You love to see Toe sponsors winning. Mm-hmm. So they have great claw clips. They also have shampoo and conditioner bars that are bottle free beauty. They work super well. It makes a lot of sense actually. And it's, so much less waste. They have the heatless satin curling rollers, no more heat damage, and you can literally throw away like your expensive curling irons. Um, they also have quick dry hair towels. So I hold a lot of moisture in my hair, and I like to have a specific towel for drying my hair. And the kitsch one is really, really good. Um, and their classic hair ties and scrunchies, which are also just fabulous, good elasticity. Good stuff. Kitch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitch.com slash toast. That's right, 30% off anything and everything at my mykitch, M Y K I T S C H dot com slash toast. That's mykitch.com slash toast for 30% off your order.
1: Thank you, Claudia. Okay, now for the it's stories. Our first story Vanessa Bryant has been awarded $16 million after a jury reached verdict in the trial over the helicopter crash site photos. So Vanessa Bryant and her co-plaintiff, Chris Chester, have been awarded a combined... $31 million by an LA jury. The final verdict was reached late Wednesday afternoon with the jury finding that the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department and the Fire Department did share photos of the bodies of Brian and Chris's loved ones and in doing so invaded their privacy and caused emotional distress. The jury ordered the LASD to pay Vanessa $10 million and to pay Chris a total of $9 million
0: while the LAFD is ordered to pay the pair $6 million each. Good, literally good. Yeah, um I feel like we knew the outcome of this case before it even started like it was a clear violation of whatever policy obviously a violation of ethics but also a violation of police policy mm-hmm. so we knew that she was going to win um and I'm happy for her obviously like in a situation like this you know money really doesn't mean much when so when you've lost so much um so, yeah, there's that, but it feels good to have like justice be served. Yeah, and I think I it's, imagine. you know, sets a good precedent
1: and perhaps will stop this from happening unfortunately I mean, to the next I person. I I didn't even
0: know we needed to set a precedent for no, this I because know. it's so absurd.
1: And I also didn't realize until I was reading recently like the what's the
0: word? Like the Gory nature of the photos. I didn't, of the way that they died. I, it had to have been extremely graphic. I didn't realize that. Yeah, like I can only imagine. It's so fucked up. It's so like defies common decency, let alone police policy and law. Um, and the fact that anyone would do this is so fucking moronic, honestly. Um, and this and it just like made the whole grieving process. I'm sure. That much more difficult. Yeah. Because what he passed away two years ago and they've been on this lawsuit ever since. So while trying to grieve and move on with your life, you have to go back to meetings with your lawyer and all this stuff and relive it. Yeah.
1: And go to court. It's horrible. Yeah, and be on
0: trial. It's horrible. I'm glad that it's like emotional abuse. It's concluded and that the jury found favor with the victims. Same. And just like always wishing Vanessa Bryant like endless peace. Endless peace. Just oh. literally terrible yeah agreed
1: okay our next story a little sinking ship news Sylvester Stallone's wife Jennifer Flavin filed for divorce after 25 years yesterday add him to the list add him to the list so Sylvester Stallone's wife has filed for divorce page six can confirm the former model filed paperwork to dissolve her 25-year marriage to Rocky in Palm Beach County Florida on August 19th Court documents obtained by page six state the marriage is ir- irretrievably broken and note that Jennifer is requesting assets accumulated during the union to be equitably distributed between them. Ooh. Also, so there's a few other factoids about, or, you know, alleged factoids about this story, because a few days ago, it was shown that he was getting a tattoo on his arm that was like covering up his wife's face with a tattoo of a dog. And then also yesterday... Ooh, that's just mean. <laughs> and also yesterday, there were reports that they were divorcing over this dog. Rocky has since said that was untrue, but they did have um, disagreements in how to, like, uh, raise the dog or whatever.
0: Um this is how you know famous people like don't have real problems. No, but also sometimes it's
1: like you're having so many issues with someone and it's like, whatever the last straw yes. is, I actually think it might've been the dog. So he's denying claims that his marriage ended because of his dog. On Wednesday, it was reported that she filed for divorce because they fought over a new Rottweiler named Dwight. The argument over the dog, Jennifer didn't want another pet while uh, Sylvester wanted the dog for protection, supposedly led to an extremely heated argument that brought up other issues. But he told TMZ, quote, we did not end the relationship on such a trivial argument, although he did concede that the couple disagreed over how to care for the dog, given that they often travel and live in two homes. What? I, so well, I actually you know, do think, not that the dog is what broke them up, but like that but was- But it's a part of That it. was the last disagreement they could handle.
0: That is like funny. <laughs> um, and it also makes me think, like, you know, thank God Adele- bought the house from Rocky because that would have been another asset that they would have to like go back and forth on who gets. But now they just split the money. Adele
1: bought the house from Rocky. I didn't know where you were
0: going with thank God Adele. Yeah, well now like Adele's $60 million in mortgage and down payment is going to be split 50-50 between Jennifer and Rocky. Wow. I love when things circle back to previous Toast News.
1: A hundred percent. So that's crazy. I mean, 25 years in Hollywood is... As su- it's a success it's as successful as it gets especially for
0: someone like rocky you know right because he's well he's up there what about rocky and chloe kardashian oh
1: let me get the list out what about i got it rocky and sherry ray
0: <gasps>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> obsessed <laughs> obsessed. <laughs> obsessed hold on let me get the list yeah because we need more age appropriate people on that list yeah, like we, we're I, obviously covering a lot of young hollywood i've
1: broken out the list by hc sherry ray was wow. t- sherry ray was down here on her own right rocky hmm.
0: and perhaps jennifer and Shaq. who's jennifer the ex-wife oh. yeah what does she do she's like a model what is S- she f- supermodel former supermodel how nice, how nice for her yeah well um rocky i am not available but if you want to give me half i can get divorced marry you get divorced and then get married again do you have you ever seen rocky the movie Mm -hmm. oh why do i keep calling him rocky i literally It it literally did not compute for me because I, I kept almost saying the Rock. I'm like, oh, I never realized there's a celebrity named the Rock and a celebrity named Rocky. But no, that was just his name in the movie. Yeah, right? yeah. But it's like Sylvester. His name is Sylvester,
1: but I think he goes by Rocky too at this point. No, I think he goes by Sly. Yeah, but I
0: everyone calls him Rocky. You know, all of his friends. Oh my god! I just had like a like Piphany. a brain awakening. Yeah. Like, yeah, like oh my wait, your name is not Rocky. No, I've never seen any of those movies.
1: No, me neither. Have you? No. I feel like we're going to get so much crap.
0: Really, I don't think so. Like, sorry, we're so young Mm. that that movie was just like before our time. Like, we were we're like literally teenagers. Also, we're just so tiny. We're so feminine that like and like frail. What's
1: boxing?
0: Oh, is that like like a sport like football? (laughs) We're so feminine. We're the most feminine. So feminine. Are you ready for our next story that
1: you're going to have to explain to me? Yes. TikTok star Gabby Hanna. The cops
0: were called for her welfare check after a string of bizarre posts. TM's- okay, don't even read it. No. I'll tell oh, you. Okay.
1: Thanks.
0: This was all happening like live on TikTok over the last couple of days. Okay. Like yesterday Wait, and the first, day before. F- who's Gabby Hanna? Great question. Thank you. Um, She is like one of like, I think, uh, older generation YouTuber. Like, I think... um. I've I've personally never engaged with her content. I only know her, like, from her um, scandals. But she was, like, friendly with Trisha Paytas. Like, she's in that OG crew, but she kind of had, like, a renaissance on TikTok. She has, like, 7 million followers on TikTok. Um, But mostly because people just, like, drag her endlessly. Like, they make fun of everything she does, her music, her content, her art. Like, she gets trolled professionally, for real. Um, And she's been vocal about struggling with mental health so that's the the background okay
1: I'm listening I'm following yesterday
0: and the day before she had posted hundreds of TikToks like hundreds um in her house and it's very clear that she's having some sort of manic episode she's going on and on about how she solved the puzzle and Jesus and there's blood on the carpet and like just very clearly someone going through like some sort of psychosis, like a mental breakdown. Um, And it's all happening in real time. And people are commenting like, Oh my God, you know, where are your friends and family? Someone needs to call the police. Like she's not okay. She needs help. Um, And it escalated when a fan of hers who lives nearby and knows where she lives decided to go over to her house while she's in the middle of this manic episode. And she's, like, live streaming the whole thing. So he's making TikToks that he's going to go over there. And he goes over there, and Gabby's TikToks start including this man. And this man had told her that he didn't know who she was, but, like, wanted to hang out. And she's in the throes of this manic episode, so she's like, great, So they're running around the house, drinking water, like laughing, giggling, making videos. And he's like lurking in the background of all these videos looking like such a fucking freak, scary stalker man. And all the comments are like, Gabby, get this man out of your house. He's like just walking behind her in all these videos looking so creepy. And everyone was like, I do not have a good feeling about this. I do not have a good feeling about this. Then the last video she posted with him She's screaming at him, she's like, you lied to me, you know who I am, get the fuck out of my house. And he picks up like a bottle of pills and is like, Gabby, please take these pills. And she's like, that's for my, it was like something like innocuous, like my TMJ or something like, she's like, those are pills for my like headaches or whatever. Get the fuck out of my fucking house, you fucking C-U-N-T. She said that word. She's screaming at him and then the video ends. Cause these are only like 10 second TikToks. Um, Then I guess he leaves because this guy is now clout chasing around town, live streaming. Last night I checked, he had 30,000 TikTok followers. He was making videos answering people. People are like, you literally took advantage of a vulnerable person. You're a freak and you did nothing to help. Like, you know where she lives. Call the police. Call for help. Call her family. Like, do something. And he's like fighting for his life on TikTok, like thinking he was going to, you know, become a star. And now he's just a fucking freak who took advantage of someone who clearly is struggling with mental illness. So then Gabby goes on. She's figured out, you know, her, the, the bushes in her yard that grow berries are the key to the puzzle. Like, it's very, you know, sort of manic behavior. The final video she has posted and has not posted since last night was her. She's holding the camera into her mirror. So you see her and she's literally whispering, like, there's someone in my house. Please pray for me. Like, she's crying. And then we haven't heard from her again. Then this report that TMZ just uh Released was that that the police were called to her house, and that's probably why we haven't heard from her. Now there's a lot of conversation online about whether this is staged, which is so fucked up. Like for people to think, and so fucked up if it is, because she's kind of known for like troll behavior. But I mean, you know, Viola Davis couldn't act it so well. It was so real. Gabby had is not an actress. It was so obvious that that was not staged and the element of the fan was just so fucking weird. Yeah. Um, and now people are really worried about her because we haven't heard what's going on. And we're obviously not going to hear from her. If the police were called to her house, she's probably hopefully getting treatment.
1: Yeah, so LAPD sources told TMZ that the videos led to an influx of calls from people worried about her well-being and and asking for officers to go and check on her. TMZ is told that Gabby greeted officers at her door and chatted for a few minutes before officers called for a psychological evaluation team. Medical professionals had a long chat with Gabby and determined she didn't pose a threat to herself or anyone else, so they allowed her to remain in her home. They're told Gabby was also given resources for the next time she may become upset.
0: Oh, so she's at her house? She, uh,
1: Yeah, they didn't seem to find it uh, an issue, hmm. a, a, like a grave issue.
0: Right. Well, I don't know what her relationship is with, like, family or friends, but she needs, like, support. Yeah, does she have? I mean, I'm sure she has friends who, or family,
1: hopefully, that aren't, you know, in the...
0: They Public miss, but does she
1: have influencer friends that she's like
0: actually close with? Do you know? Like, no, I think th- what she really, at least what I know her for was her friendship with Trisha Paytas that then ended like very dramatically and very oh. publicly. Oh, how did, the, what happened there? I don't know. Like they just, it was a lot, I think a part of it had to do with the Frenemies podcast. It always comes back to the Frenemies podcast. The Frenemies podcast was a cultural shift. Really? It really was. At least a digital culture shift.
1: Oh, yeah. The Frenemies podcast. But do they still do Frenemies? No, remember, they broke up. Right, but I didn't know if
0: Ethan, question mark, was doing Frenemies but by himself. So Ethan had his own podcast before called H3. That I know. Um, And it's like a TNN. They have a lot of different shows. And Frenemies was one of them. Frenemies doesn't exist anymore, but he has tons of other shows. Okay, yeah, because I see H3 a lot yeah in the podcast store I think they're they, they're chart toppers they're chart toppers for sure so um that's really my my extent of Gabby Hanna my extent of knowledge before this situation of Gabby Hanna is very limited I had just heard of her and honestly like what what the internet makes you think of her is like she's crazy like a couple maybe like a year ago this um audio went viral on TikTok and it turned out that it was from her she was on a podcast um where she's it was honestly like so something I would do she's like talking and then immediately goes into song it's one of her songs and what like the message she was trying to convey through like the point she was making on the podcast was like the exact message she had once written in one of her songs so she just started singing the lyrics um and I felt that
1: yeah I feel that overall though this story is extremely disturbing so sad as a lay person, just hearing like I didn't have not having watched the videos not knowing her Mm -hmm. not knowing whether this is real
0: or stage I think it's real I think it is too I mean I know people do like crazy shit on the internet for attention but I just I can't I refuse to believe that this is fraudulent
1: okay well hopefully she's okay
0: hopefully she's okay um And hopefully she has, like, good people around her. Yeah. But if you watch the videos, like, they're chilling, you know? And I think people who have either had episodes like that themselves or close people to them in their life who have had episodes like that, like, it was very, um, it was real. Like, the stuff that she was saying is exactly how one slips into an episode like that. You know, figuring out the puzzles is, like, a very common theme when you're going through psychosis, like you know, thinking there are people after you. And and I don't even think there really probably was someone in her house, but that's what you think of yeah. when you're going through that, like paranoia. Yeah. So I think it was totally real, and it's very sad. Very sad. Okay, well, hopefully... Hopefully she's doing okay, and, and we'll, get, we'll find out An more. update. But hopefully she yeah. takes, like, some time. Honestly, if right. we don't hear from her for a while, I think that would be good. Like, I think the internet and the amount of hate that she incessantly gasped, I, I think it had a lot to do with what probably led her to this point. Yeah. Okay, well, are you ready for our next story? If it's a story that's brought to you by uh, Clinique. Yes. If you have dark spots, it can often feel like a vicious cycle. As soon as one fades, another one pops up. Break the cycle with the Clinique Even Better Clinical Dark Spot Interrupter. This powerful serum works on melanin-rich to fair skin, and it helps physically correct dark spots, such as acne scars, while protecting from discoloration. So I get really bad dark spots, especially in the sun, and it's so annoying because they're very difficult to get rid of. And then once you do, like there's one right next to it. Like a new neighbor pops up, comes to its funeral. It's so annoying. um, And I really trust Clinique as a brand and their even better clinical dark spot interrupter is proven to work. So at 94% of people demonstrated an improvement in radiance and visible skin tone, including acne marks in just eight weeks. You can see a 39% visible reduction in dark spots in 12 weeks. Also their damage eraser brightening complex is more concentrated with boosted technology to deliver dramatic brightening results but it's gentle enough for all skin types. So they have really like a wide range of products that are really good for your skin. I feel like Clinique is a brand that's been around for a long time. It's totally a brand that you can trust. And their products are meant to help all types of skin tones, complexions. So that's melanin-rich skin to fair skin. Um, They'll visibly improve uneven skin tone, interrupt the look of future dark spots. um, And that's the Even Better Clinical Serum Foundation from Clinique and the even better clinical dark spot interrupter so you use the interrupter in your skincare and then the foundation is like I hate when your skin is like doing well and then you have to put on a lot of makeup and it's just undoing all of the work that you just did but the Clinique foundation is fabulous first of all their coverage is like so glowy it's really nice but it also it has skincare inside of it so it's not going to undo all the work that you've been doing at night you know taking care of your skin. So you can get the even better clinical dark spot interrupter today. It's available at Clinique.com. Clinique is C-L-I-N-I-Q-U-E.com.
1: Great. Thank you. Our next story. Bethany Frankel is alleging that TikTok has shadow banned her after slamming the Kardashians
0: victim mentality. Okay Bethany
1: Frankel claims she's been shadow banned on TikTok following comments about the Kardashians and celebrity brands. The Real Housewives of New York City alum spoke out against the reality TV family on Just Be with Bethany Frankel. She said quote we need a Kardashian intermission admitting she was not sure if she should continue commenting on the family. She said quote and I've honestly been afraid to say it. It's not because Chris is the mafia and controls a lot of the media because I don't give a fuck. Cancel me. She said what are we saying to our kids? What is the message take it all be as rich as possible filter as much as possible be as fake as much as possible brag as much as possible i feel like i'm sounding like her when i'm reading this yeah get plastic surgery and lie about it as much as possible what the fuck are we doing then do a charity donation to like rinse it over as much as possible they've literally never once
0: done that by the way yeah just donate it to a charity when someone gives them critique
1: then after this rant, which her rant like did go semi-viral, I saw it on Reels. Um, it got a lot of seem positive people agreeing with her. Obviously, people disagreeing with her. It's it's not necessarily a hot take to come for the Kardashians. No, but I hate when she's like, "I've been wanting to say this." No, but, you can I, but cancel I did, me. I did find that what she's saying about them is is new-ish because a lot of times it's not like com- obviously completely a new idea but like people come for them for a lot of different reasons but this idea that what example do we set for our kids by being obsessed with them like just to take as much as possible and to get a plastic surgery and to lie about it like that okay I
0: want to say something it wasn't like,
1: your typical like they're stupid yeah
0: okay I want to say something let's talk about what she said first and then we'll talk about everything that happened afterwards okay I had such a problem with her take on the Kardashians. Let me tell you why. The first thing is her her whole message was like, you know, what are we teaching our children? And it's like, we aren't teaching your child anything. She's your child. Like you're teaching Brand. I hate that thing. Like, well, they're not a good role model. What are we teaching our children? Like, what are you? You are responsible for what you teach your children, not fucking me. And I'm not going to act a certain way so that some random person's child can learn something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I, not our—it's not the Kardashians' responsibility to take care of Bryn Hoppy,
1: right? But I also think—I think so many things about this. On wait, the, and wait, say, sorry, my bigger point. Whole, I'm obsessed with the Kardashians, but hearing like her opinion about this, like, it doesn't really bother me. I don't really agree with her, but I—I I actually do
0: can—I can see where she's coming from. I can't. If you're gonna critique the Kardashians for everything they could be teaching young people, you then have to be a perfect person who's never taught a young person anything poor. And one could argue Bethany's contribution to toxic diet culture with her $200 million brand called Skinny Girl glorifying being thin. You know, she's not a perfect person either. And what does that teach my child, Bethany? That in order to be cool, I have to be skinny? I think that, I don't know, I know Bethany controls the media and she's the mafia, but I'm going to say that. Don't cancel me. Okay, don't cancel her. I'm sorry, if you're going to be a public person out here critiquing other perfect people, Lily Reinhart, you then have to be a perfect person who's never, ever, whose image isn't completely untainted. And you know what, Lily Reinhart's image is pretty untainted, so... She might have more of a leg to stand on than Bethany. Like, I think we can all, and I love Bethany, especially on Housewives, but I can hand you a laundry list of things that she has done that are not perfect and that her image could potentially be teaching young people poor things. Yeah. Sorry.
1: I guess so I just think that uh, she's not wrong in some of the stuff that she's saying, but I also think like they do set a good example in a lot of other ways. Like take as much as you want. They're the, they're the most wealthy. First of all, I think our obsession with the Kardashians as a society says more about us than it does about them. Like mm-hmm. if they were so terrible, then we wouldn't be so obsessed. But mm-hmm. I also think in a lot of ways, they set a really great example. Like the fact that they are so successful, like couldn't be bigger, couldn't be Female more rich, moguls. famous. Family and
0: oriented. Yet
1: they're still this rock solid family. Like I mm-hmm. think that their emphasis on family is one of the best messages that we can be sending to young children. It's Agreed. like no matter what you do, no matter where you go, like it always comes back to your family. Like I think family is the bedrock of like. Uh, of them. Uh, of And also just like, at least for me, like a, a happy, fulfilled fulfilling life yes and that's not the case for
0: everyone no it's not the case
1: for everyone but I think putting the fact that they put such an emphasis on family is a huge check in their column and so she wants to only talk about the negatives but yeah no I'm not gonna lie that the fact that they get plastic surgery and then like lie about it and not tell us about it like that is that's not a great example
0: because I think everyone should get plastic surgery if they want it but like I just like this whole thing of like it doesn't bother me I can't explain it like Yes, they're public figures, but if somebody wants to go do something with their body, they literally don't owe us anything. No, like, they they don't, don't owe us an explanation. And if they want to lie, honestly, and this goes for anyone. Like, if you want to lie, like, okay, I would probably lie too. Like, if I needed a nose job, I would totally get one. And if I was, like, embarrassed of it, even though I wouldn't be because I would, like, love to, like, exploit myself online, and I didn't want to share it, like, I would fucking lie about it. I would. Like, some things can be fucking personal, even if you're a completely public person. I don't agree with this, like, in order to be a good celebrity, you have to tell us everything you've ever done to your body. Like fuck off. No,
1: I don't think it's everything you've ever done to the, your body. But like it's really up until when when Kim did that recent interview, we still thought she was allergic to Botox, yet she looks no, younger I than I. I knew ever. she
0: wasn't. I knew no, like I know, but it's like here like I don't know. I just, think I just like, don't know why. Like things... everything with them has to make sense. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, nobody's everything... holding everyone. Uh, and there's so, yeah. there so many other. There's so many other.
1: Because people don't care about those other people. Because well, people you know, but deeply. Like... Because people deeply, deeply care about the Kardashians
0: because we love them
1: because yeah, they're awesome. It's just like
0: this. This obsession with making sure everything the Kardashians do in their lives, launch in their lives, launch in their business, has to be 100% consistent with everything they've ever done and everything they've ever said is, first of all, no way to live. First of all, normalize changing your mind. And second of all, like, we literally don't even do that to anyone else. I agree with that. The obsession with like calling them out, like, gotcha, is so fucking annoying. And I don't subscribe to that at all. And this obsession with other celebrities doing it to them, Bethany. Lily Reinhardt, like that bothers me like why is nobody calling out like the biggest man yeah. I can give me five minutes I'll find a big ass inconsistency because nobody cares someone a because man nobody George cares Clooney. about them. Really? It's so annoying. It really bothers me. And that's why, yes, I'm a Kardashian apologist. But a lot of the time, like, I don't want to even entertain what someone has to say about the Kardashians, even if it's legitimate, because it's not coming from a good place. Oh, and this was my evidentiary support. Ready? Heavy is the head that wears the crown, Claude. So two days ago or yesterday on the toast, we were talking about how Andrew Garfield is doing like a six month fast or whatever to lose all this weight, get in shape for a role. And there's not even a semblance of backlash. But Kim did the same thing. of She's not an actress, but a role she played was Marilyn at the Met Gala. She did something similar um, and got roasted. And so like, where's the backlash on Andrew Garfield? Yeah. So this person wrote this comment, and it's a public platform, so I, I'm, it's on YouTube, like, it's public. I'm gonna say his name, okay? You're gonna say the person who, uh, comment on our video? Yeah. No, Okay, maybe I won't. I mean, people are gonna find it. Andrew Garfield fasted on and off for six months. Kim K did a crash diet for six weeks to fit her nasty fat ass in the dress she ripped anyway. Not the same thing. So this is a person who thinks that Kim is contributing to toxic diet culture, but he's going around on the internet calling women nasty and fat. See, that's what I'm saying. M- might this have been a legitimate critique? Yes. You you obviously aren't coming from a good place. You don't care about diet culture. You're calling a random woman you've never met fat. I don't even think that's a good critique because he fasted on and off. No, but I'm saying like, if, if he wanted to have like an actual argument and make a point, like I could see... That's the thing. When wait, we wait, wait, wait. Coming- so when Andrew Garfield fasts on and off, it's fasting. When Kim goes on a diet, it's a crash diet. How come Andrew well, Garfield's he, not? You know, his point, which might have been legitimate, was that it's six weeks versus six months. Like, what makes Kim's version of it toxic is that it was so fast, a crash diet. Who is he? Diet. Who is he? Who is who?
1: Who is this guy to say that at six weeks it's too soon, and <laughs> at six
0: months it's good? No but what i'm saying is like the irony of this post like you yeah, no, to come for Kim I- and her to- or her toxic diet culture and setting an unrealistic beauty standard when you're literally calling her a nasty a nasty fat ass. Yeah, no i get what you're saying. The critique of the Kardashians to me, whether it's legitimate ever, never no, comes from like an just, honest or true place. It's just i need to see your critique of dozens of other
1: celebrities. And then, you know, if the Kardashians are involved in that, sure, because they are amongst the biggest.
0: But I need to see your critique of everyone first, not just them. So it just bothers me. Like, even when people make legitimate points, I just don't think they're coming from an honest or real or authentic place. So with Bethany, while I don't even agree with what she said, like, I hate that whole thing of like, why is it everyone else's responsibility to teach your child things? You know, like we're all responsible for our own dependence, you know? Yeah, and there's so and the many. There's so place. many celebrities out there, so many role models. Like if you don't
1: like how what these people are showing your kids, then you pivot. There's other people
0: who might be saying exactly what you want to hear. The world is a big place, and one of the consequences of living in this world is growing up, going outside, and seeing things that either offend you, that either contradict what you believe, that are different. So this expectation that every celebrity should be the values that you want to teach your child is so fucking stupid and it's not their responsibility it's just not like it's not so I didn't like what she said but I empower women to say what they want especially on podcasts yeah then what I really I always like a hot take
1: so it didn't bother me even though I I, you know how I disagree and how I love them how they
0: are what I think I think they're great role models oh my God, can't shove my children in front of a television fast (laughs) enough to Hulu Kardashians, okay? Totally. My children will be breastfed. Aspire to that house, aspire to that plane. My children will be breastfed from the milk of Kim Kardashian. Okay, I'll figure out a way. She should bottle it and sell it. You'll give it to your kids. A hundred percent. Yeah. But then what really started to bother me, (laughs) I wasn't bothered about this story, I was just like, whatever, was Bethany's like victim mentality content coming out afterwards. Like, you know... I believe that if you have something to say and it's not unpopular like you should say it and no matter like the risk like you should say it and I actually agree with that like if you really feel a certain way and people are just because it's popular doesn't mean it's right and just because it's right doesn't mean it's popular I agree often it's quite the opposite but then she like went on this like victim rant about how like she's being silenced and you know people are not going to want to associate with her and I was like First of all, not that many people listen to your podcast, so just calm down. And second of all, like, what are you talking about? Literally, okay, so you think you're the first person to ever critique the Kardashians? So she thinks she's been shadow banned because of this rant.
1: Her views, if you look at her TikTok, like, I do think she's been shadow banned, but I don't know what it's for. Let me look,
0: let me look. Because I know that Bethany um, is popular on TikTok for her makeup reviews. Yeah, She's like, be real, you know. I'm not gonna tell you what's good because it's expensive. I'm not being paid to. This shit from the drugstore rocks. This trash from Armani sucks. Like, she, that's why people really like her and that's how she's grown a following. And it's been really smart and I keep waiting. She's gonna announce Skinny Girl Cosmetics like any minute now. Mm. So. I mean, her views seem like pretty good. They've See, that's the thing with TikTok. Like, you're always... One video is a million and the other is 50,000. Unless you're like Addison Rae with like a crazy fan base, there's so much inconsistency. Some of like the biggest TikTokers you go and watch, there's like a difference of millions. Yeah. I want to just look but at But no, it's videos. definitely gone down a little bit. What's a little bit? Like, I don't know. Views are so inconsistent. I would say before she's averaging about like, a, a, like 250K. Mm-hmm. And her last couple of videos are like a hundred between a hundred and a hundred and fifty. Maybe the content just sucks. Like, so you don't think she's shadow banned? Well, the thing is, I always think I'm shadow banned on TikTok. Um, that's, and I'm pretty sure I am. Like, I'm a hundred percent sure. But um, what I have to realize sometimes is like, just nobody cares, and my content's not good. Like, it could be that. Okay. What, what do you think? Kris Jenner? No, no, that's not what I think. TikTok. I think
1: she's probably shadow banned for an unrelated reason, and she just thinks it's because of this extremely hot
0: take. And I just, like, hate—I I always hate that. Like, Kardashians control the media, so, like, you can't speak out. That's not how it is at all. Not at all. I mean, everybody talks crap about them. And no offense, like, do you think the Kardashians, like, really care what Bethany said so much so that they're going to have her silenced? No, not what, no. not at all. So, like— this, the thing that bothered me, the rant didn't even bother me. I just disagreed with it. The aftermath of her being like such a victim really was like, oh my God, calm down. Yeah. Like the way she was talking on her Instagram story about how she needs to be brave and say things that people are afraid to say. She was acting like Edward Snowden. Like it was so, or is that the one who like did treason? Yeah. Yeah. Like he had to do it. Yeah. calm down uh, yeah i agree with that <laughs> it was given julian assange you know yeah and she's is really not Weeks?
1: saying anything like that crazy new to criticize the kardashians like is it is you know the oldest story in the book yeah like calm down yeah but she did it with extra fervor and because she is bethany and she is
0: a really great debater like she gave she came at yes. it Full force, you know? Oh, and it's worth mentioning that some of the content about the Kardashians that goes viral most on TikTok is negative. Mm. Calling out the stormy Photoshop. All that shit starts on TikTok. So I have a hard time believing that that's why. Got it.
1: Okay. Well, nice spirited debate. We love that. Are you ready for our fifth and final
0: story? Only if it's the story that's brought to you by a company that is saving brands left, right, and center, including... The Morning toast. Do you have any idea what it is? Yeah. I do key Ki- Keva Pro. Yes, Kianva Pro. <laughs> um, honestly, as always with these ads, I don't really feel the need to explain to you like why you're dumb for not being on Canva Pro. Nevertheless, I will. Creating visual content is an essential part of what we do. If you follow us on Instagram or on YouTube, we always need graphics, thumbnails, social assets, and neither Jackie nor I are like truly trained graphic designers, and Ben introduced me to Canva years ago. Now I am a happy Canva Pro subscriber and customer. It's super easy to collaborate with your design team, anyone else on your team when you use Canva for Teams. It makes the whole process so much more creative and fun. So Canva for Teams is a design platform that makes it easy for anyone to create stunning content in any format, from social media, presentations, websites, the endless templates and premium fonts, photos, graphics, and videos, add personality and edge to our team's content. With features designed for brand consistency, Canva for Teams make it easy to maintain your aesthetic and add your logos, fonts, and brand colors to anything you create. Canva for Teams streamlines how we do social media. We can plan, create, and share social media content directly to all of our channels in one place, and you can even schedule posts ahead of time. They have a video editor that is so easy to use with tons of filters, animations, and transitions that will bring your group's content to life. So whatever kind of business you run, I think it's really important that you have like really engaging, fun, and consistent content on your social media, um, and Canva's great for that. No one's going to know that you're an amateur. It looks so experienced. And it really is great for keeping your brand colors, your brand logos, your brand vibe in mind, and it doesn't look chaotic. You can collaborate with Canva for Teams. Right now, you can get a free 45-day extended trial when you go to canva.me slash toast. That's C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash toast for a free 45-day extended trial, canva.me slash toast.
1: Great. Thank you, Claudia. You're welcome. Fifth and final story, Barbie Ferreira is leaving euphoria after rumored Sam Levinson feud.
0: Okay, wait, really quick. I sent you the story, and I guess it didn't make the cut. That's totally fine. Um, But Olivia Rodrigo was brought out at Billy Joel last night. It didn't make the cut. Oh, my God. That's so funny because I'm obsessed with it. Like, I bet that she knows Billy Joel because you played her uptown girl. Like, Billy Joel being relevant... Everything to me like in the world he this man deserves the world. Um, they sang deja vu. there's videos of it online, and then she performed Uptown Girl with him and it was just like iconic and I didn't see like a pop culture relevant moment for Billy Joel this year. like I just didn't see that. yeah, and I guess we don't need to talk about it because um you're usually right about these things, but I just wanted to mention that it was up as a contender, and I just wanted to say like I was so here for it. oh like, the I'm videos so glad that that it sparked joy for you, yeah continue sorry
1: barbie Ferreira announced on wednesday that she will not be returning for season three of euphoria to play the iconic Kat hernandez she posted on her instagram story after four years of getting to embody the most special and enigmatic character Kat, i'm having to say a very teary-eyed goodbye i hope many of you could see yourself in her like i did and that she brought you joy to see her journey into the character she is today i put all my care and love into her and i hope you guys could feel it love you katherine hernandez so fans were very upset to hear this news, um, though apparently last year it came out that she was reportedly cuts from part of the show after rumors swirled that she and the creator of the show, Sam Levinson, got into a heated argument during production and that yeah. she walked off set at least twice.
0: So it's like shocking, but not because she was such a prominent character in season one. And then season two, like, you would have thought her character died. Like, she was never fucking around. And then it came out that, like, she was beefing with Sam. Um, And I don't know what the beef is, but I'm inclined to take Barbie's side just because Sam, there's been, like, a lot of weird things said about Sam. And the fact that, like, there's a lot of weird sexual things with the show. Like, I don't know. I'm just inclined to take Barbie's side. And I actually think it's really cool. And, like, um, I have a lot of respect for the fact that, like, She's not just, like, staying quiet just to stay on this huge show. Like, she's standing up for her principles and, mm-hmm. like, her values. And even if that means losing a role on the biggest show right now, she's doing that. And I, I I think that's admirable because it could never be me. Like, I would say, sure, Sam, sure. Yeah. Like, just to stay relevant. And I think it's really, um, it's admirable. Yeah, that's true. I'm so curious what I know the beef is. I just think... And this is totally unsubstantiated. I think like Sam is like creepy and like weird. Um, Yeah. Hmm. Like if you watch the show, like the obsession with having as much and they're not underage, but their characters are. So the obsession with having so much underage nudity is fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, I don't watch the show, but
1: I can, that wouldn't do it for me
0: it's, it, it's inappropriate. Like it is. And it's not because they're all like in their twenties, but still they're in high but what school. What does in the it show. say about the culture that everyone's obsessed with it? And it's the biggest show. Yeah, no, for sure. Twisted. And I think the show is really good in some ways of like, you know, I do think it's hella accurate in some ways of what it's like to be a teenager right now. Um, but I also think it's really not accurate in a lot of ways too. And it's very like fantastical, which is what makes it a good show. Um, And I think this is a loss for the show. Like Kat season one, like she was like a webcam girly. Like it was so fucking funny. Um, And she was great. And I think it was huge. You know, I think technically Barbie started as an influencer. So we love to see influencers and digital personalities out here thriving at the Met Gala on a big HBO show. Um, But I do have a lot of respect for this. I really do. Yeah, me too. And I think the show will not suffer to a point where it'll like, you know, end it but i do think you know we'll be missing on some cat drama
1: well perhaps this leaves you know uh, for a transfer student to come in to euphoria high
0: school maybe a plus-size jewish girl (laughs) what high school do they go to not euphoria high no they don't go to euphoria (laughs) high school what is the name of the high school like they're never in school they're always just like doing drugs outside at the park i don't know the name of the high school but i think it's probably euphoria high school and I don't watch Euphoria. Just wanted. We one know.
1: Oh, I, I, there might be some new listeners here. It's been a while since you recapped it, and um, no, you're right. You're right. That's why it's a Claudia
0: explains it all moment for sure. Even though, like you saying, what's the name of the high school? Euphoria High School. I think pretty much everyone knows that you don't watch. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know where the show takes place. Euphoria, Tennessee.
1: Euphoriaville. <laughs> Euphoria land? Is it called euphoria because they're always on drugs, you know, reaching euphoria? I think so. Well, it's like is it because like teens,
0: you know, high school is the best time, euphoric no, no. time of your life? Drugs plays a really big role in the show from like most of the characters experimenting with drugs, but mostly following Rue's enormous struggle with addiction and chasing that euphoric high. And maybe like because of the sex? No. Are they having euphoric sex? no unless unless it's with nate jacob jacob um no the euphoria title has nothing to do with the sex i think it has to do with the drugs are they eating euphoric food no i've actually never seen anyone eat on the show <laughs> they're too busy like fucking and doing drugs okay or going to school like they never go to school why do you think it's called euphoria sound up in the comments Sound off in the comments. We need a sound off in the comments button. Boom. Sound off in the comments. We need a lot of buttons. I'll make a list. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Um okay, so that's our show. I'm headed to New Jersey right now. I have a show in Red Bank, New Jersey tonight. So if you're in the area, I can't wait to see you. And if you haven't gotten a ticket, there are a few left in the back. Are there some opened up in the front? I don't know. Tickets, tickets, tickets? No, it's actually pretty much like just closest like, to sold out. So it's like tickets. There's
1: tickets.
0: tickets.
1: Okay, well, you guys, you um, should go if you're around in New Jersey. We love the New Jersey toasters. We, we are do. at one point the biggest podcast in New Jersey. Maybe not anymore since we keep insulting
0: them about creme de la creme. Yeah. That means cream. But also, um, for my Pacific Northwest girlies, in a few weeks, I am headed to Portland and Seattle for shows, and I would love to see you there. So that's slash tour. And anything you want to plug? The Redheads, the best podcast in the world. Number one show so on earth. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> You're on <laughs> it oh, sometimes. Tomorrow. Oh, wait. Yes, wait. Tomorrow, there's no episode. We are taking a summer Friday. We told everyone that. But I might have a little something up my sleeve. So just look out tomorrow. There's no standard episode. I'll yeah, say that. Yeah, I'm, I'm Jackie's off. off. But that's not why there's no episode. Not because of no, me. No, no. We took a summer Friday. It's not because of me. No, it's not because of you. Um... But I might I might sprinkle a little something into your into your inboxes with a with a guess. Into your RSS feed. Yeah, I'm just saying, don't count out the counters. <laughs> um so yes, and then we're back Monday for Woo! another fabulous week of remote shows. So thank you to everyone who's been so supportive. We love you so much, and thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, I-R-Radio, Castbox, all of the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an incredible, amazing day, and we'll see you together. On Monday. Bye. See you on Monday. Bye. Oh, Bruno's up. I my love. You.